This is Becky Schultz reporting from IQ 2019. I'm here speaking with David Venable, Director Off-Highway Sub-Segment Market Leader for Cummins, Inc. Today we're chatting about electrification and what it means for the off-road industry, looking at the trends and where it might be heading for going into the future. Where has the industry come from in terms of the electrification of construction equipment? Obviously, there, this is a fairly new trend for this industry. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen as far as the advances towards becoming an electrified industry? Um, from, from an electrified industry, from an off-highway perspective, so we've had um, uh, lead-acid batteries in off-highway since the 60s. So lift trucks initially started that trend. And as you in incorporate material handling into this, uh, many applications are or have been electric for quite some time. Once you start looking at earth moving, this is where the a, a lot of the dynamics are in the trends and, and uh, uh, experimentation with the technology. So this has really been a, a very dynamic uh, approach towards um, earth moving. And uh, it seems like there's a lot of uh, migration towards compact excavators, uh, compact equipment just in general, to try to understand when will this market take off, understanding there's hundreds of thousands of machines. Many OEMs um, are, are very much focused on trying to understand uh, and develop the capability and expertise to address that market when it does start to take off. We've seen a lot of players coming into the electric powered equipment sector, at least on the compact side in the last, say, three years. Um, what can you say about that trend? What's driving that? So that, that's, um, that's an interesting trend. So three years ago or so, there were about um, four to six OEMs actually producing an electric excavator. Uh, some of these have actually had equipment in, uh, in their portfolio for some time, just not generating sales. Over the last um, two to three years, we've just seen this influx in, in exper experimentation, development, prototype units, and now there's over 20 OEMs that are um, have either produced or are in production with electric excavators. So it's it's um, could somewhat be deemed you know the marquee application where OEMs are looking to prove out technology, learn about the technology, and uh, be ready for it when it does start to pick up. At what point did Cummins start to explore electrification? So we've, we've been looking at electrification for probably about the last decade. Um, and uh, from a technology standpoint, the, um, the last three years have really been instrumental where we actually started to see the indicators to say, from a sustainability standpoint, environmental focus, uh, we needed to be more of a powertrain of choice. So recently, uh, we invested about, um, or have been investing about $500 million in our electrified power business unit. And um, as part of that, we've made a couple of key acquisitions, uh, Efficient Drivetrains Inc. in California, Johnson Matthew Battery Systems in the UK, and then Bramo in Talon, Oregon. And with this, we brought in integration, we brought in low voltage batteries, we brought in high voltage batteries, and now have the capability to do full system integration. So we're ready for the market, and then just recently, uh, we acquired uh, Hydrogenics, um, the hydrogen fuel cell company. Um, so we're really trying to broaden our scope in, in environmental footprint, or to say carbon footprint, um, and uh, having some environmental sustainability focus. 
So what direction do you see electrification heading either, either in terms of the market in general or specifically for Cummins? From a market in general, it's a very broad market. There's hundreds of applications. The material handling market where you've got ports, you've got distribution centers, they'll continue to adopt uh, electrification pretty aggressively. Where you've got earth moving equipment, other equipment that is um, more remote, away from, we'll say the grid or away from a charging capability, we'll have to somehow um, uh, enforce how do you bring the grid to the customer out in the, out in the workplace to enable this adoption for, for electrification. So it will take some time. Um, I do see it happening. Um, there's so much interest in it. Uh, you'll see municipalities, you'll see cities, you'll see uh, different areas start to mandate it in the future. Not yet, but they've already started to mandate it towards internal combustion engines or diesels in some European cities already. So we'll, we'll start to see this trend, but everyone's predicting their own prediction on when it will actually happen. Do you see certain size classes likely to move towards electrification more quickly? I mean, most of what we're hearing about right now has been the compact equipment sector. Uh, we've also seen some of it in the landscape sector with uh, certain types of products. Do you see it moving more in that direction initially and then possibly migrating to larger pieces of equipment later on? The, the below 100 horsepower node is, is pretty dynamic right now around electrification, so that covers most all the compact equipment. Uh, we're also seeing Europe being very aggressive. Obviously, California is very aggressive as well. Um, then you have to start to fill in the blanks on the other areas. The, um, uh, so I, I would forecast uh, compact equipment in Europe, potentially California, and then potentially some, uh, some greener hotspots within, within North America evolve over the next decade. Excellent. Well, thank you, David. I think that uh, you've given us some great insight on where the electrification is, is heading in this market. Um, and I look forward to seeing what develops going forward. I do as well. Thank you very Excellent. much. Excellent. Thank you.